the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to the Dan Prof Show, and we're spending, uh, unfortunately, a lot of time over the last year talking about uh, so many kids having such difficulty with their education at the K through 12 level because of the Zoom learning and the resistance from teachers unions to get kids back in the classrooms around the country and and so forth. They're uh, stunting, really, has been conceded, really across the ideological spectrum, the stunting of kids' intellectual social and intellectual and social development and the, the the negative impacts on their mental health as well by being isolated from their classmates and and from a school environment well we also want to profile stories of success models that should continue to be replicated and scaled and that is uh, in particular with respect to competition at the k through 12 level We've spoken a lot about that as parents are picking their heads up and looking around and saying well if if my local a public school is not going to serve my kids' needs, then it's time to find other options. And there are other options out there uh, and support for those options in many states. So trying to profile success and, per- and, and, and provide human examples of it so that people know this is possible. Uh, and for help in doing that, we have another success story to feature. That is of Ashley Elliott, who is a Voices for Choice liaison and future leaders fellow with the American Federation for Children. She enjoyed us now. Ashley, thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. Thank you, Dan. How are you today? Good, good. A pleasure to have you. And um, so you, uh, you're from Florida. That's where you were educated. And um, you're a school choice success story, and it wasn't without incident, uh, your K-12 through education. Why don't you share a little bit of, uh, of the challenges you had growing up and, and getting through school and the opportunities that were provided that made the difference? Yeah, so, um, well, one, I want to thank you for having me, um, and I'll get started on that. So, basically, I grew up in a small town called Lakeland, Florida, and um, I was adopted by my grandmother, luckily, um, and the reason for that is my birth parents were on drugs. So, I can say, you know, my life didn't necessarily start out easy, mm-hmm. but my grandmother, who adopted us, she adopted me, my brother, and my cousin, and she wanted to give us the best life possible. But unfortunately, you can only do so much when you weren't planning to have kids in your 60s, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Fair so, enough. Um, to say the least, like, she wasn't capable of, like, providing a lot, but, you know, the bare necessities, stuff like that. Um, but she always wanted us to get into the best schools that she possibly could find for us. So when I was in, when I was going into middle school, she got us into the School of Technology. And at the time, you know, like, technology was more expensive then than it is now and at a technology school we weren't able to flourish as well because uh, we didn't have the money for electricity much less you know the money for a computer or things needed for that class or environment so that along with problems at home and in school bullying stuff like that I um, started to fail 
and I'd never failed before in my life. So I was really devastated and I didn't know what to do. And, we and, had and, what, and, what, and what grade were you in at this time when you started to struggle? At, I started to struggle in sixth grade, okay. but I stayed in the school until eighth grade, to my eighth grade year. Um, and I remember we had this parent-teacher conference in my eighth grade year, and only two teachers thought that I was worth trying for. So they believe they're like, yeah, Ashley can still, you know, she can make this up. She can still work hard and she, we can change this and we can turn it around. But the others were like, no, she needs help somewhere else. So they, we decided that it would be better for me to go to an alternative school where it's basically where kids play catch up. So if you have bad grades, they send you here. You're supposed to get those grades remedied. So I went to that school and that school was about, it's in a different city about an hour away so on a bus ride that's an hour and a half to two hours depending so I went there every day uh, starting from eighth grade until my tenth grade year and while I was there it was really bad you have a lot of kids from a lot of similar backgrounds where either the parents aren't there or um, they're taking care of their sisters and their brothers all by themselves and they're just going through a lot of things and then you put them all in one environment and they feed off of what each other person is going through. And so these teachers at the school just didn't, they just thought we were all bad kids. And they didn't want to really put up with us. So, and we didn't want to put up with them. So <laughs> while I was there, I would, um, uh, I went from being a very good student to uh, failing again. And then cursing at my teachers, graffitiing the walls. My principal makes this joke that my initials are still on the wall to this day. Um, and then, uh, I would skip class and then it all kind of culminated whenever I got into this fight with a boy because I thought he pushed me. So, uh, it wasn't going well to say the least. Um, and I felt like I didn't really have anybody. It felt like a lot of people, a lot of the teachers were just there to see me fail, not to see me get help. And then in my ninth grade year, there was a teacher named Miss Perez who came there and she really, you know, she really saw a lot of me. And when that fight happened, um, I went to her and I was like freaking out because my mom, my grandmother, she bought me a phone, right? And during the fight, I lost this phone. And for someone who has no money, this phone meant everything. I knew that she'd spent $100 on this phone, so I was going crazy trying to find it. And I'm crying and like Miss Prez, she takes me into this side classroom and she's like, what's going on? I'm like, I need to find my phone. I need to find my phone. And she's like, no, what's going on? And I just lost it, and I cried, and I told her everything that was going on in my life, which will more it's more than will fit in your show. <laughs> but um, so Miss Perez invested in me. She was one of the only teachers that did. And then at the end of my 10th grade year, she tells me she's leaving. And I was beyond devastated. I was like, there's no way that I can do anything now. I'm just going to fail. Miss Perez is gone. And then she tells me she wants me to come with her. And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, where are you going? She's like, I'm going to Victory Christian Academy in Lakeland, which is not too far away from where I live. And I was like, oh, a private school? And she's like, yeah, no, Ashley, give it a chance. Go do an interview with a teacher and we can see about getting you in. And I was like, okay. So her and my principal of my former school were transferring to this school. And what I didn't realize at the time is that private school is not like public school in the aspect that you have to pay for it. Right. 
So I, you know, kids don't think about these things most of the time. So we go to the school and I do an interview before, you know, I didn't really know that before I even showed up that the headmaster had already accepted me. Um, but I did an interview. Miss Perez vouched for me and my principal, Mr. Thomas, vouched for me. Um, basically, they're like, she's a kid who's going through a hard time, but every kid deserves a chance, right? So I went in to the interview, discussed everything, got in, and they're like, okay, well, you're into the school now. Now we have to get you um, to be able to pay for it. She is Ashley Elliott, a Voices for Choice liaison, future leaders fellow at the American Federation for Children, and as you heard, quite the success story herself. Ashley, thanks so much for joining us and sharing your story and continued success at college and beyond. Thank you for having me. This portion is sponsored by the American Federation for Children, the nation's largest school choice advocacy organization, helping every family choose the best K-12 education for their children. Find them on social media at School Choice Now. That's at School Choice Now. Political fakers, fixers, and takers. He's Dan Proft, and this is The Dan Proft Show.